Hey, how's it going? My name is Elliot Towsley, and I am the host of the Cutting Through Podcast. This podcast is here to help entrepreneurs and entertainers cut through the noise online with their own business, and more importantly, cut through all the bullshit they see on social media. We know there's a ton of noise and a ton of bullshit, so our job is to try to help you figure out which is legit and which is bullshit. On this episode, I get the chance to interview a Grammy-nominated and multi-platinum music producer from Boston, Massachusetts. He goes by Clinton Sparks. I'm pumped about today's episode. We can tune in right now. Everybody, we've got uh, Clinton Sparks here. Uh, I've had the pleasure of talking with Clinton and getting to know him a little bit. But Clinton, if you don't mind, for anyone... Was it was it pleasurable? Oh, it was, was it- great. Well, I've got the... I'm hometown bias. I'm also a New England guy. So, like, it brought me home. <laughs> Talk, it felt like, I, you know, talking to another uh, Massachusetts uh, friend You're familiar. Born and raised Boston, Mass, Dorchester. Let's go. <laughs> That's awesome. Um, for anyone who might be watching this video who doesn't know who Clinton Sparks is, can you give them a quick elevator pitch of clearly you've got a bunch of plaques on the wall there, like what it is that you have done and you've you've had your hand in men, many different things. Sure. Tell us. Um, yeah. Uh, well, this will have to be a tall building for this elevator sure. pitch. So we're starting sure. on the first floor, okay? Uh, <laughs> Grammy-nominated, multi-platinum producer, songwriter, DJ artist, sold over 75 million records, worked with everybody from Rick Ross to Big Sean to T.I. to 2 Chains to T-Pain to Snoop Dogg to Akon, Ludacris, um, Eminem, Kanye West, um, Lady Gaga, Beyonce, um, to name a few. Uh, I discovered and signed DJ Snake, um, introduced him to Little John, we made Turn Down For What, uh, launched my first... Um, e-commerce website in 2004 is called mixunit.com was the biggest mixtape and urban apparel website at the time we did 5 million the first year for those people that know how hard it is to make money your first year of business uh helped conceive a website called world star hip-hop my buddy q um i helped eminem launch shade 45 i brought case lay stash selector a bunch of people over there angela yee um i was p diddy's tour dj uh helped with all the marketing with ciroc Uh, i was a host on e-news for five years uh, really introduced hip hop and in, in, in the culture to e news and changed kind of the format of that global network. Then I brought it over to, to, to Las Vegas. I was the first resident DJ in Las Vegas to have billboards on the back of taxis. Um, I was right. a vice president, vice president of Dash Radio, helped build a, a bunch of IP there from Too Short to DJ Paul to the billion dollar company Build a Bear, uh, built their radio initiative. They're now thriving on iHeart. Most recently, I helped build uh, one of the biggest gaming brands in the world. They call FaZe Clan. I uh, helped take them from a zero zero valuation to a billion dollar valuation, bringing all the biggest, you know, rap um, um, investors in from Offset to Sway Lee to Pitbull to DJ Paul, Yo Gotti, Ray J, uh, all those people, and a bunch of big brands. And then most recently, I launched. I now own the fastest growing. Um, and most diverse esports and gaming lifestyle in the brand. Signed everyone from Ozuna to Ezekiel Elliott to T Grizzly, quality control music. And I also just launched a VC backed tech company called Five, which allowed experts to monetize their expertise five minutes at a time uh, with no scheduling, no, no content to create, and no live calls or videos. So it's going to be a game changing app that I'm, I'm proud and happy to say that you're on. If That's people right. want to talk to you and yeah. ask you direct questions, get feedback. They can hit you at five.me forward slash Elliot Tuesley. Am I saying your last name right? 
Towsley, close. Towsley, Elliot Towsley. They can hit you direct. So anybody watching this, if you're like, man, I want to ask Elliot a quick question or I want to get feedback or I want to send him a sauna review or whatever it is, hit him at 5.me forward slash Elliot Towsley. Get familiar. I honestly had no idea that Clinton Sparks was involved with so many different artists and so many different companies. One of the things that we got to talking about right off the bat was how he thinks musicians should view expertise as an investment. You know, I am not a famous celebrity, but I know something about a niche topic that someone might be willing to pay to have a quick Converse, like personal conversation. Well, if they're serious about moving forward and getting the education that they need, then they shouldn't uh, maybe want to pay. They should be willing to pay because they should be investing in themselves. Anybody that's trying to excel in life and wants to become extremely successful needs to know that they need to invest in themselves, whether it's mine, money and or time. I mean, think about how many people go to college. You're spending tens of thousands of dollars because you're investing in your future and your career, right? So right. if you're not going to college, you want to make it in the music business or anything else for that matter, uh, a platform like five uh, dot me is a place where you can go learn and get the knowledge exchange from people that have done the things that you're trying to do that have made uh, great strides and have a big success stories and can give you the, the information you need to not, you know, make the mistakes that they may have made or to show you the right way or and give you an advantage by having information you otherwise wouldn't have without a platform like five. So I, I, I it baffles me when people, you know, so many people, you know, you and I both deal with a lot of people in the music business it baffles me when people get upset that you're charging them $20, $50, $100, even $500, even $1,000 to give them invaluable gain that's been accrued over 20 years of experience and success. Right. To be able to talk to somebody that sold millions of records, worked with the biggest artists in the world, traveled the world, made millions of dollars, made a bunch of mistakes, had plenty of deals, helped break other artists, and to not say, please, can I pay you more? You know what I mean? It just baffles me because all I did when I was a broke, homeless kid with no money, no connections and nothing in Boston, I knew I needed money to get myself out there. I'd go shovel snow. I'd go do odd jobs to go scrape up money to give to somebody else to, right. to, to get information or to get access that I knew that I needed. But people out here that are like, you know, I'll tell you one thing I hear that's really like, these are the people that won't make it. Uh, the people that say, if you're so successful and you've done all these things, one, why are you helping other people if you're so rich, mm -hmm. which is like just a stupid mentality. So everybody that has money should never help other people. That doesn't make any sense. And then two, well, why don't you just do it for free? And it's like, dude, that's a loser's mentality. Like yeah. looking for handouts and for people to just like lift you up. I don't know you. You could be the biggest shitbag in the world. Why would I even help you in the, in the ever? I don't, you could right. be a deadbeat dad. You could be shitty to your girl. Like, why would I help you, first of all, without even knowing you? And then right. second of all, I got a staff to pay. Like, I'm spending $20,000, $30,000 a, a month on ads to promote to you in the first place. The products right. that I had to spend time to build it, the people that need to be paid to run it and operate it. And this is the exact reason why you need my course or a book because you don't even understand these things. Because if you did, you wouldn't say asinine things like, why don't you do it for free? Because <laughs> it's not free. I'm paying tens of thousands of dollars to create these things to provide for you at such a minimal discounted cost, $20 for an audio book yeah. with free products, $1,000 with a 66 video course that's going to teach you everything you need to know or a free book. All you pay is for shipping. You're a jackass if you have a problem with that. 
and you, no one's going to take you serious. And you should probably change what you plan on doing with your career because this ain't it, bro. If you ain't willing to invest in your time and you don't respect or value people like Elliot or my time and the, and the stuff that we can provide for you and aren't willing to pay, we're not even, I could literally charge you $10,000, $100,000 for the game that I'm giving you. And it's ridiculous that people get upset about that because they're so used to the internet right. of cheap prices of giving $300 for a million streams. Well, it's fucking fake. You know what I'm right. saying? Like, it's not going to work. That's not real. Do you see, you see people in the banking industry? It's like, yo, let me pay this marketing agency to make it seem like we really have, you know, this much money in our account or like, like it's real. It's real. Let me, you see LeBron, like, yo, let me pay somebody to make it seem like I got more baskets than I do. No, bro. <laughs> you see him on the fucking court getting right. those fucking baskets. Yep. You can be a cornball and think that you need to fake it. So you make it, but it's hurting you. We yep. all know it's fake. You're not real. Oh, yeah. We know it. And the people that need to know the people you're trying to get deals from the people that you're trying to impress, they know, and it yeah. hurts you. So, you know, you got to understand, but you wouldn't know these things unless you listen to and are willing to invest in somebody like Elliot or somebody like Clinton who have done all of these things that can teach you and show you and give you an advantage over those people that aren't willing to invest in themselves. Well, clearly Clinton is passionate about how he wants to help musicians and how he thinks that they should be investing into their business. The next thing we started talking about was how come some musicians don't think that they need to invest in marketing. It's like if you ask them to build any other business outside of music, they would build in an expense to market and like research the business, find their customers. But for some reason, when they go into the music mentality, a lot of artists have the, well, my music's really good. I shouldn't have to market kind of like this. Well, well, guess what? <laughs> guess what? LeBron's really good, right? But but he has to market himself to who? To recruiters, to teams, even to his audience right now. People will turn your back on you if you're not good to them or if you're not a good human being. So he has to be mindful and care about how he markets himself, the actions that he takes, the things that he says, because it's all part of his brand and how he markets his brand. So he knows that. And, and artists that go out there and just say, my music is good enough. That just shows right there, you know nothing about business. Because unfortunately, having great music is just part, one component of building a successful career. And if you don't know the other stuff, and you're not willing to understand or learn or invest to find out these other things, then you'll always just be a great dude that's got great music sitting in his bedroom or at his house or lit sitting in his laptop. You know how many great producers and great rappers and great singers have tons of great music that just fucking sits in their computer and doesn't see the light of day? way more than those that are on the charts or that you're hearing about on Spotify or anywhere else because they don't know how to brand. They don't know how to market. They don't know how to communicate. They don't know how to network. They don't know how to build a powerful network to collaborate with or use as resources. They don't understand the information that's available for them if they're willing to invest in themselves. But they think because they're paying for studio or they're in the studio two, three, four times a week, I'm out here killing it, bro. It should just organically grow. I should just put it on the biggest warehouse in the world full of songs, which is Spotify with right. tens of millions of songs and people are just going to stumble upon it. Imagine a giant, the biggest warehouse in the world, right? right filled with tiny little like, widgets and every <laughs> shelf every shelf in that warehouse is full of widgets the same widget the same widget right <laughs> it's the same widget a song <laughs> right? right but it's like 
What's going to make me pick that widget? How do I even know what shelf that widget's on? How do I know that on the top shelf, on the 346th fucking shelf back there, in the back on the top, is this dope-ass widget, <laughs> a.k.a. song, that I should get familiar with? You don't know. You just think if I put all my stuff is on DSPs, available on DSPs right now, that people are just going to, oh, my God, oh, my God, I got to go run and listen to Elliot's song. Like, <laughs> No, you got to compel them to want to go listen to it. You got to market right. to them. You got to make them want to go out of their way. To, for people to give you three minutes of their life and you take that for granted is a real dickhead thing to do, man, because, like, you got to put in 300 hours to hope that someone gives you three minutes to right. listen to your song. And by the way, People will see that you're putting in the work. People want to root for you. People want to support you. People want you to win if they see that you're putting in the work. People don't, people like us, winners don't care about people that aren't, don't have winning mentalities and aren't putting out winning output. I don't care. I don't want to talk to someone that's not thinking about how to win. I don't want someone that wants to cheat their way to the top or fail their way to the top. I want to give my, you know who I would talk to for free? Someone that I keep fucking seeing putting work out. And I keep mm. seeing they're doing dope shit. They keep doing it. They keep marketing themselves. I keep seeing them in different places. That's the type of person that I would say, let me talk to you for a minute. Yep. You know what I, I mean? So just do right. this. Right. Yep. Right. And like, I think one of the big things is with music in particular, a lot of artists think that what they're selling either to a radio, I'm sorry, to a label, to a radio, to a venue they think they're selling their talent and like your talent can help you get an audience, but you're selling an audience, like a venue. You could come up and play a dial tone on a microphone, but if you sold out every ticket, the venue is going to be very happy with you or well, you could be the most talented band ever. And if you sell seven tickets, the venue is not going to be pumped. They don't necessarily hmm. care how talented. you Right. Are. Well, here's the thing. Talent is more than just being able to rap, to sing, to DJ, to produce. There's a lot more that needs to be in that bucket of talent that a lot of people ignore and they're not paying attention to. It's the talent of knowing how to communicate with people, people you want to do business with, how to communicate and engage with your fans. It's the talent of treating people well. It's the talent of following up. It's the talent of being consistent and putting in hard work. It's the talent of putting together a great show when you do go perform that even if people don't know who you are, they want to know who you are because you did something so fantastic. They want to get familiar with who this person is. It's the talent of meaning what you say, saying what you mean. It's the talent of communicating and, and building a good network of people that you can use as resources to help you and leverage those resources to help you make further steps in uh, elevating your career. So it's a lot more than just the talent of being the artist themselves. There's a lot more talent that people ignore and neglect. And I'll give you an example. There's a lot of times an artist will look at another artist that's on a chart and compare themselves to them. And they'll say, man, my music is just as dope. Why isn't it getting the kind of streams they're getting it? Why aren't labels hollering at me the way that they talk to those people? Why aren't I building fan base like them? Why aren't I getting shows? Why, is the, why, is, why am I not getting what these people are getting? Why am I not yielding the same success that they are? Because you're comparing yourself to the one talent of their song, not recognizing all of the other talents that they may have. They may have the talent of communicating and talking and understanding how to communicate and talk to the right people on how to get their song put on there. They may understand outreach better than you. 
marketing, branding, following up, being consistent. They may understand timing. They may understand how to talk to them in a better way. They may understand what it takes to go see them and get a relationship with them is more than just hitting them on a DM. You know what I'm saying? Like, it's not just like, yo, I've hit them seven times on a DM. Well, so does 700 other people. You know what I'm saying? Like, you need to understand how to become a value add. You need to understand how to connect with people. You need to understand how to talk to them the right way that's going to make you stand out from everybody else that just wants something from them. So talent is a lot more than just being able to rap, sing, produce, DJ, write. You need to understand all of the elements of what being a true talent is. Beyonce isn't just a singer. She's a dancer. She sells empowerment. She sells hard work. She sells beauty. There's a lot of talent within this one person. It's not just she sings well. You need to understand what all of your talents are and how to curate them all together and be able to use that to build a successful career. And that is when people recognize a real talent. And that's when you will be a real talent. Successful musicians aren't just talented at one thing. Their music is not their only talent. They have an entire cocktail of talents that are all working together simultaneously to raise their business to the top. Uh, I think a lot of people get stuck on like, oh, I can do that. Oh, my music is just as good as theirs. And in their opinion, by the way, that's the other thing. That's just your own opinion. The market will tell you if you're as dope as you think you are. So right. if you're as dope as you think you are, then you got to figure out how to make sure people hear that and can give you the feedback if they agree with that, if you're as dope as you think. And, and, it'll, and it'll show by streaming. It'll show by views. It'll show by showing up at your at your shows. It'll show by the engagement on your, on your social media. It'll show by right. people wanting to buy your merch. It'll show by their interest in you. And by the way, you're not just selling a song. You're selling yourself. And by the way, you're not even just selling yourself and your song. When people are out here trying to sell a product or a service or a song, that's not really what you're selling. What you're selling is a feeling. And if you're able to understand what the audience is that you're trying to capture needs to feel, then you'll be able to, that'll help you dictate the kind of approach you, you need to take when making your music, when marketing your music and whatnot. So you need to understand you're selling a feeling. What do people want to feel? Are you an artist that people turn to when, you know, they want to, uh, you know, let some emotions out? Are you an artist people turn to when they want to celebrate and party? Are you an artist that people turn to when they want to, you know, so, uh, feel triumphant or be motivated or inspired? Like, who are you? What kind of an artist are you? What do I expect when I hear you? And, and that's a really important part of like building your brand and who you are too. It's like, what do people expect? If you're a little bit of fucking everything, then it's like hard to like, what, what am I supposed to be a fucking fan of? Like, right. so, you know, people, we live in a generation now where, Everybody feels like they have to do 17 different things uh, to be looked at as super talented or someone to pay attention to. And that same um, concept of you thinking that you need to do all those things for people to realize how great you are is the same thing that prevents you from excelling because you're focusing on too many things and people are confused. They don't know who you are. Are you a... Do you have a weed company? Are you a rapper? Are you a promoter? Do you have this other thing? Do you like, right. uh, are you speaking about politics? Are you like, then are you in the hood? Like talking about getting money? Are you like, it's just like, like, who the fuck are you, man? Like, I don't yeah. even know what I'm supposed to be a fan of. So right. like, if you're really trying to focus on building a brand that you want people to uh, fall in love with and become, you know, a dedicated fan to, then you have to be very focused and clear on what it is you represent. 
and what it is you want people to think about when they think about you. Right. Like, I think the best, one of the best artists at like branding themselves and create like being associated with a certain feeling and like, you know what to expect and what you're going to get is Wiz Khalifa. Like a lot of people like Wiz Khalifa because they like his personality and they think he's funny and they like, Oh, when I, when I want to smoke a joint, I'm going to listen to Wiz. It's not necessarily because he's the most talented rapper. I don't think anybody, I don't think Wiz himself would be like, Oh yeah, lyrically I am one of the most talented rappers ever. It's like, no, he has a feeling he has his, his parameters. He stays in his parameters every time. And like, you know what to expect and you know what you're going to get. Well, an even stronger example of that is just think about how many records come out that emulate this person I'm about to say. And right away, you're just like, oh, that's like a Drake vibe, right? Because yeah. oh, yeah. Drake <laughs> created a vibe. He created a vibe, feeling yeah. that like yeah. legions of artists just try to emulate now it's and future. copy. But but we all know that's a Drake vibe. Yep. And, and that's what made him so great because he created his own lane and he was smart. He knew who to talk to. He knew yep. to talk to girls. He yep. knew how to mix up just enough like street hard shit that dudes wanted to be like, hell yeah, I want to sing it too. And just enough relatability and connecting with females that they're like, oh, this music's for us too. Yep. Right? So you have to, a lot of people go in the, the studio and just make what they think they're supposed to make. Look, back in the day, earlier in my career when I was coming up, the way that people described that somebody knew was dope is they would say, yo, I've met this new kid. He doesn't sound like nobody. Super original. Like you ain't never heard anything like this. And that's what would get people excited. Today, now it's like, today, now it's like, yo, this dude's dope. He sounds just like, Uh. and it's like, but I already know what that, I already, I'm already a fan of that. Like, I don't want to hear another version of that. And even artists go in the studio now, they throw on auto-tune and they like, they go in and go, and then they listen back and they're like, yo, this is lit. Cause they're excited. Cause it sounds like something they're a fan of already. Uh And it's like, why are you trying to emulate or copy or be exactly like somebody else? If you're going to take those same tools, do something different with it. Another thing too, don't let auto-tune do all the work. Like let the power of your voice be the song. You're, you're, that's, you're not even anything. It's auto-tune at that point. It's cool to use auto-tune. I'm not disrespecting him. Yeah, but some right. people use it so blatantly that like, that's what the only way you'd ever be able to be an artist. And that's yeah. not being an artist. That's being like lazy, right? It's being, it's, it's taking something that's not, it's just, it's just not, it's not cool, man. It's, it's not, and it's going to die soon. Yeah. I'm telling you now, people are getting uh, over of like the copycat, same old, same old, like, all right, we've we heard that story a million times. There's only so many bitches to fuck, only so much drugs you can sell, so much right. money phones you can make, so many Lambos you can they make and they manufacture. It's just like, bro, like enough with the fucking fake facade lifestyle. Like, you know how many this this much of the world that cares about that. You know how you know what the world really cares about? Heartache, missing somebody, like getting over something, vulnerabilities, right. fears, goals, hopes, like. The world can relate to that. Not everybody relates to, I got bitches in my room. I got bitches in my room. I fuck every single bitch. I got us like, <laughs> fuck, man. First of all, no, you don't. And then like, right. and then yeah, second right. of all, <laughs> and it's like, it's like, fuck, man. Is, is there anything, is there any other substance to your life than this like fake story that you're making about your world? You know what right. I'm saying? And you can tell when something's real. When someone's giving you some 
real game about the street or some shit they're going through. Even if we heard the story before or we've heard felt the feeling before, say it differently. Come from a different right. perspective. Don't use the same lines somebody else used or the same exact scenario. Tell us a story from your unique point of view. Yeah. Yeah, your story shouldn't all be, I was there too. <laughs> well, like, there's, a song called, <laughs> there's a song called All I Got Is You by Ghostface Killer. I think you probably know it. And it's like, at that time, like, you would have had to have gone through that shit to connect with that song. Like, that song makes me cry every time I hear it because I relate and connect because I went through the same type of shit. Yep. And it's like, today, everybody's, no one's story's even real for the most part. They're just like adopting somebody else's right. stories or taking in what they're learning on the internet. I, I think it's so fucked up that people are like, almost don't even realize they're not being real anymore. Like they're so bombarded with the internet and stories and fake and, and documentaries on Netflix and Hulu. And like, it's almost like you forget what really your past was because, <laughs> yeah. like, because you start connecting and making it part of somebody else's that you start believing your own fucking lies. Yep. So it's, yeah. it's just crazy, man. But that's just, that's, that's not even just music. That's just, humans yeah well, like a great example for like the emotional connection and good storytelling and things that everyone can relate to eminem eminem jay-z kanye just, west drake yeah, all these people people like people who aren't big fans might be like i'm kind of sick and tired of hearing him talk about his breakup Mom, and his daughter. Yeah, but like yeah. the emotion that people connect to is like what can sustain a career for 20 years yeah and it all doesn't have to be the same emotion i mean look at pusher right. like he's still out here now he's selling a different feeling you right. know what i mean but it's authentic and that's the exactly. point authentic. he's still the same motherfucker that's talking about drugs and really slick fucking clever ways that nobody else is doing it you know what i'm saying right. by the way his new album's fucking dope you know he's, so it's just, it's just be authentic and real and by the way you know another trend all of a sudden, like everybody's like 90s grunge emo and hip hop, which mm -hmm. is totally fine because everything's, you know, circular and it comes back in waves. But like, bro, like, I don't want to be here anymore. <laughs> da -da -da. It's just like, it's like, come on, man. It's like, it's like, look, I understand people go through like, you know, bummed out times or bouts of depressions and shit like that. But it's like, if you're going to make a song about it, be fucking real about it, man. Don't just try to make it because you're like, it's the trendy topic to talk That's, about. Yeah. We don't believe you. You know what yeah. I'm saying? It's not fucking real. You know what I mean? So, And by the way, just like getting fake fucking streams, maybe you do feel that way, but the way that you're presenting it makes us not fucking believe that you're dope. Right. Just like if you have fake streams, maybe you are dope, but when we see that the ratio is off, we automatically assume you're not fucking dope because you're lying. And so, don't tell me you're dope. Show me you're dope. I say that all the time. What's one of my, my uh, uh, don't show me your resume, show me results. A sad truth in the music business is that many musicians have bought into the mentality that you can fake it till you make it. Another mentality that's shared amongst musicians seems to be that having talent is enough and someone will come save them. People out there that get upset about scammers or being scammed uh, only have themselves to blame. And I'll tell you why. Because the world is out to get you, right? It is your job 
to protect yourself. It is your job to do research. You wouldn't leave your front door wide open or your car unlocked, you know, in a, in a busy, you know, bad neighborhood. You wouldn't like leave your your money just sitting out on a table and 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 leave your bank accounts and all your passwords open for anybody else to have. Why? Because you're protecting yourself because you're you're aware that people will take my shit. And that's exactly what the world does. It knocks you down and it takes shit from you. You need to be the one that equips yourself with the right skills and the education and the understanding of what is real and what is not. And the only way you can do that is by doing research and doing due diligence. There's no way that you can't do research on somebody now with the internet. You can look up somebody like me if you see an ad from me and you're like, oh, this dude's, he's all capping. And like, cause you never heard of me, which is totally fine that you never heard of me, but you shouldn't just write a negative comment under me or somebody right. else. You should actually, because you actually sound like an idiot now when you write like this dude's a scammer and it's like the people that know I'm not, you're an idiot. Right. Yeah. And then by the way, you look like an idiot by saying something for one of the good guys, that's not a scammer at all. And com- the complete opposite. So what you should have done or could have done you know, because you got scammed before because you fell for someone charging you fucking, hey, cash at me 200 bucks and I'll get you this. That's your fucking, that's yeah. your fault for doing something that stupid. I would yeah. never tell you to send me a Venmo or a cash app. Um, and anybody legit would never do that either. They're going right. to use proper uh, payment processors. Um, right. So that's what, that's another telltale sign if someone's a scammer or not. But that's not the only one because someone could still set that up and scam you. What you need to do is go do research. What is this person's history? What have they done? How long have they been around with? Who are they associated with? Who are other people that endorse them? What are some great success stories that they have done? Are they still doing great things right now? These are the, just right. the bare minimal things that you could look at, especially, and I'll just use me as an example because I know who I am. All, I check all of those boxes. So it's easy to see, fuck, this guy's been killing it forever. He's still killing it now. Here's all the people he works with that are super credible. Here's the stuff that he's done. I can look on Google. I can look on Wikipedia. I can look on his website. I can look at socials. And by the way, I can also go ask some people that that already got his course already. Because guess what? They're under my captions saying, I got this book. It changed my life. Oh, word. Let me ask this person how and what was good about it. That's you doing your job at doing research to make sure you're not going to just go to some bum college that you never heard of. You're going to look at the right college. It's going to give you the right education. You're not going to go work for somebody that's a jerk off without finding out if this guy's a fucking federal fucking crime breaking dick. You know what I mean? Like, like, let me go make sure I'm I'm getting myself in the right situation. You're not going to just go start dating somebody or maybe you would, but you shouldn't date somebody (laughs) without doing any research on their past. You know what I mean? So they got five restraining orders on them. Fuck, I didn't even know that. Well, that's your fault. You should have did research. You know what I mean? So just in in life, you got to protect yourself. Now, I'm not saying, you know, to be rigid and like, fuck, and always be on high alert for everything. But when you're you're working on building your career or, um, you know, elevating yourself, these are the things that you have. It's part of the job. You you can't say, I want to be in the NBA and not go to practice. You can't right. be like in the NFL and not watch game films. You can't not do it. It's part of the job. It's what makes you better. So if you want to be awesome, then you got to start with doing research and investing in yourself and caring enough about your future that you're willing to put the time aside to do the research on the right steps that you should be doing. Because if you start taking wrong steps, you're going to be jaded. You're going to get mad at yourself. You're going to have resentment. You're going to look back at other people and think everybody's out here to get you. 
And it's like, that's, it's all, it all, that all snowballed because of you not taking the right steps from the beginning. Yep. Well, I think with all of that being said on something like five for folks like us, it's a great opportunity. If somebody does have a question to be like, Hey, I'm thinking about doing this. Like, I know it's shady. Can you give me your take on like what this company is saying or what this guy is saying? And it's like, I mean, there is a lot of value in knowing what not to do. Right. Like when I was, the whole reason I'm in like in the music business here now is like, I was an artist myself. I wasn't anything special. I kind of learned some things, but like, I just now feel like I'm, I understand generally what is going on in this game. Mm-hmm. And I know how to like explain it to another musician. Cause I was one or right. am one. I don't know if you ever well, stopped. You also come from a different perspective as well. Being someone that specializes in a, in a different field that's connected to music. Right. So right. you can help. So you can give a different perspective. Look, everything's the same, right? Every, every business, every, industry is the same. It's just got different lingo, a couple right. different rules, but it's all, it's all ran kind of the same way. If you understand business, you just understand business. Right. right. Uh, and if you understand how to communicate and, and, and dealing with people and psychology, then it's the same across the board. I think it's really cool that Clinton started out as a DJ in the music business. And now he's a serial entrepreneur and founder of a tech startup. The next project he's working on is called five where People can learn a ton from industry experts. He talks more about it here. Honestly, in a way, it's kind of like Cameo meets OnlyFans, except for like the content, your the exclusive content you're selling is advice. Well, <laughs> it's like it's basically things. like it's basically like having a giant Rolodex and mm-hmm. contact list right. that you can WhatsApp them and ask them a quick question. So it's like WhatsApp with a a paywall and a stop clock. So you have five minutes. Uh, to a- asynchronously to ask somebody. So if you want to ask Damon John a question, hey man, here's my startup. I plan on doing this. Here's my plan to roll out. Is there anything that you would suggest that I should do better to make sure that I hit the market more effectively? Mm-hmm. Bam, send him the text. Damon hits you back. Like, I would probably do this or change this or have you heard of this company? Maybe hire, like whatever the advice is, mm-hmm. like, there's no place else where you could just get in touch with you know, the co-founder of Kayak or the COO of PayPal and just ask them quick questions. I'm working right now on trying to get people from YouTube and Instagram and Twitter, like that all artists need to have questions, Spotify, where it's like now these people can go and ask a question. And the great thing for these platforms is like they're monetizing that now, being able to put somebody in a position to answer all of these elaborate questions that people have. I think that's a real bottleneck between platforms and artists. I mean, Nobody understands like the algorithms or if you're getting shadow banned or, right. you know, uh, effective practices to, you know, uplift your views and whatnot. So being able to get those kind of people on there is going to change the game for artists. Well, you make a great point. I mean, the understanding of how social media platforms work and how YouTube and Spotify work, the understanding is so low that there's a whole nother industry like this to teach artists how it works. So there's such a disconnect that people like me have been able to fill the void because I just happen to know how algorithms generally work. And I'll tell you how it works on Spotify and here's why it's important. And like, right. So if you got questions about Spotify and you want to understand how to uplift your streams of Spotify, how to navigate it better, then you need to hit Elliot at five dot me forward slash Elliot Towsley 5.me 
Elliot Towsley. Anytime, 24 hours a day, send him a text. He's there. He's waiting there. for you, and he'll yeah. give you the answers that you need. Hey, can you tell the guy's been a DJ? <laughs> I really enjoyed talking with Clinton. I think something I really liked about him was he's willing to tell musicians what they need to hear and not just tell them what they want to hear. I appreciate you joining this episode of Cutting Through. My name is Elliot Towsley, and join us for some more episodes where we can help entertainers and entrepreneurs cut through all the bullshit that they see online. We'll see you next time.